Can you hear it? No. Yes. <laughs> I look basketball, baby! Week five. The ball is tipped. And there you are. You're running for your life. You're a shooting star in all the years No one knows just how hard you worked But now it shows In one shining moment It's all on the line In one shining moment You're frozen in time But time College basketball week five, huge games to go over. Um, let's start off with the OP polls. Not AP because OP stands for overpowered. I will start. I made a vow to myself I'll improve make from these better. last week, and I've been confident in my list this week. Number one, Houston. Two, Texas. Not Houston, Texas, just Houston and then Texas. Three, Virginia. Four, Purdue. Five, Tennessee, six, Alabama, seven, Arkansas, eight, Arizona, nine, Yukon, and ten. Walk Chuck Jayhawk K U. That's a lot better, Joey. Thank you. Way to go. Way to improve. Um, yeah, no complaints. Uh, a little different than mine, but no complaints at all. Would you have Yukon at eight? Nine, 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 nine. I have Kansas. Okay. I have Kansas just outside, so I have a different team in. But yeah, yeah I said I thought I think UConn should be a little higher, but yeah, I definitely, I, have, I definitely could see that too. I only have them like a couple spots, but I'll go. Same. Houston, wrong. <laughs> and then Texas at two. Not like Joey said. Not Houston, Texas. Yep. Um, Purdue three, uh, Virginia four. Arkansas fives. I must dig my dig in the mashed potatoes. Go hogs. Go right, hogs. The boys are healthy. <laughs> um, this I don't. I mean, you had a mate. I have Arizona six. I mean, they lost one game. Tough one. Who gives a shit? We'll talk about They're it. They're still really good. Uh, UConn seven. Um, although I think Maryland, I have Maryland eight. I think they're gonna lose tomorrow night. But for the sake of this, have them at eight. Um, Tennessee nine. Alabama ten. <laughs> Yep, totally. I agree with your list. I mean, I think we have the same top ten, just in different order. Maybe uh, I, have, you I have Kansas out. I have eleven. Kansas or, eleven. I have Kansas in. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I, but I mean, I I think Maryland will lose tomorrow. But for the sake, they they're undefeated right now. So, they're in. I think they My deserve turn? it. I think they deserve it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Coin, you are up. Okay, time for the fucking real fucking poll here. <laughs> Number one, Houston. Two, Texas. Three, Logan, Virginia. Four, per- <laughs> Houston, then Texas, not Houston, Texas. Okay. No, I was confused there. That, I was confused. Okay. Those are my one and two. And I have Virginia, three, Purdue, four, UConn, five, Arkansas, six, Arizona, seven, Maryland, eight, Alabama, nine, Tennessee, ten. Yeah. I mean, I. Yeah, it's very similar. Sorry. Perfection. As long as perfection got pretty much the same teams all in the top ten, I like it. Um, but anyway, we ready to oh, hop into yeah. hop into the games? Yes. So I want to. I want to say one thing. 
Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> um, I get never mind. I'll just wait. Never mind. I was it was related to my top twenty five, but I'll just uh, no problem. Oh, by the way, if you want to look at Luke's top twenty five, it's on the TikTok. Blow it up. But Thanks, anyway, man. new segment. I kind of want to start. It's called March and December, and it's pretty much mm. March Madness madness but in december because a lot of you idiots who only watch college basketball in march hey well there's a lot of people out there who hop into march and like an upset will happen and they'll be like oh my god how that happened it's like well it happens all year all year so let's go over some anarchy no college (laughs) basketball Anarchy. well anyway so we're gonna go over the upsets the notable ones anyway we have seven of them seven of them this week I'll start off with the first game. I didn't go in chronological order, but we'll just start off with Utah winning 81-66 to versus Arizona. So my breakdown of the game, uh, Arizona just must have woken up on the wrong side of the bed. Uh, Kirk Carissa had a tough night shooting the ball, and the guy he was guarding had, was an assist away from a triple-double. Uh, that being said, though, Balo, he was fucking unstoppable in the pick-and-roll. I think like all of his points were on pick-and-roll like dunks and shit. So, I mean, he's still playing great. But, uh, I mean, that seemed like the only thing that could work for them that night, and they just all around as a team for the most part just had a bad day. Yeah, it, it came down to the the guard play just wasn't there. Uh, Paley Larson has not played good all year. Um, he needs – I mean, he's like their fifth guy right now. That's a good fifth option, but he just hasn't played very well. Uh, Kirk Riso, we said it. He's going to have a game like this, and he did. So that's part of it. But they just got down way too much too early. And they kind of came back late, but it was just kind of ran out of gas. Um, that's yeah. And you need to come back. You need to get stops. And Arizona couldn't get stops. I mean, you gave eighty-one points. Um, that's basically the the difference. You when you're down and you need to get back in the game. Scoring obviously is part of it, but getting stops is huge too. That can lead to buckets. But they just couldn't get the big stops when they needed them. Uh, Utah, they got they got like every balls just bounced their way. It was just like weird. It's like Rebounds were just bounced to right towards Utah, and that was pretty much the the big difference um, in the game. Yeah, I think um, – well, Carissa only had four points, obviously, but nine assists still, only two turnovers. Yeah, he played – So, like, his assist-turnover ratio, it was fine. Obviously, you go over five, which is – it's not only him. That team shot four for 28, and, like, you're not going to win many games, especially Arizona shooting four for 28. And as you just said, like, Arizona's not really a team who, like, gets a lot of stops, like – so when they're down, they like have to get hot. Or there's I don't really think there's a way of them coming back. And it kind of showed here because they didn't make any shots, so they like couldn't come back because they don't really they're not like a defensive team. Like the, this game, they could have easily gave up 81, but usually they'd score 100, but they didn't do that because they shot like shit. Yeah, and like when you're trying to get back into a game, when the only thing working for you is that pick and roll offense, like it takes time to develop. And then obviously, if it doesn't yeah. work, you just wasted all that time. Just uh, so they they cut they got yeah. it they got it to like single digits like six they got like an and one like they would get like big plays three or and one get to six in the second half and then all of a sudden they just couldn't get that stop to kind of propel them to a one score game and that was pretty much the difference utah on the other hand the rotation on defense was just unbelievable they were arizona swing that ball around once you like get off the dribble and you start swinging it and you're one pass ahead of the defense but utah just always recovered it seemed like and always contested a three and and that was I don't know, they just they just had a good game plan pretty much. Yeah, that's fair. It's just one of those games. I had Utah. Yeah. I had Arizona spread, so that hurt. 
Yeah, I mean, it was just one of those games where, like, it's college basketball. They're college, but they're college kids. They're gonna they play so many games. Like, they're not gonna be perfect. Like, yeah, college football is different because you play week by week. I mean, you're gonna play. Mm-hmm. You play three games a week. Uh, you're just gonna slip. Like, it's gonna happen. You're a college kid. It's gonna happen. Uh, the next game we have Notre Dame wins seventy to fifty two versus Michigan State. I <laughs> called it. Um. <clears throat> uh. Notre Dame can just light it up from way downtown. Uh, some of their threes weren't even, like, good shots. They were just feeling it that night and making it. Uh, Duke and UNC, better watch out for these fuckers at home. Come conference play. Uh, they're, I mean, they're just one of those teams that can, like I said, light it up. And if you catch them on one of them nights, they can beat a lot of teams. Do you know what they did the next night? Oh, did they lose? To Syracuse, yeah. Oh, yeah. There you um, go. Hey, Syracuse is good. <laughs> yeah, okay. Leave them um, alone. Leave them alone. This game, it was all the first half. I mean, um, Cormac Ryan had 21 of his 23, I think, in the first, like, quarter. There was, like, seven, six minutes left, and he had, like, 21, and all they were, like, all three. It was unbelievable. Or 18, I think they were all threes. He just lit it up in that first. And they were just unconscious, too, just coming off screens, just throwing it up. So that was pretty much the game. Like, right there. was That was it. I mean, when he got hot, and then they just got a big... I mean, Michigan State, they need Malik Hall back bad. Yep. Like, bad. I mean, yeah, very. Tyson Walker is doing everything. I don't know if you saw Tyson Walker's layup in this game. Maybe it was, yeah. the, maybe, maybe it was the Northwestern game. Oh, yeah. I maybe. don't know what's the it was. Northwestern. It was Northwestern. Holy They're at home. Cow. I don't know how he made that, but it because it's not like Kalei. Michigan State's a bad team. They were, they were hanging with really good teams, beating really good teams to start the year. And it's just crazy. One guy gets hurt and they just like fall apart. I don't know. Yeah, they're kind of on a little bit of a shitty stretch here. I they have they because you lose to Notre Dame. Well, Notre Dame's not terrible, I guess, because it's like they get hot. Somebody here, like Joey, like Joey Coulter yeah, said, they're gonna they get hot. Yeah, someone. Yeah, even someone I know had the game. I forget who it was, and I was like, the only thing you got to worry about is if Notre Dame gets hot, and it happened. But it's not a terrible loss because Notre Dame's not a bad team, and it was right. at Notre Dame. Right. But you still, I still think you know you got to win these games, but. The loss to Northwestern, yeah. Yeah, let's yeah. hop into that. Yeah. But, like, think, just oh, Michigan State, though, like, they have four losses. Gonzaga by one. They should have won that game. Yeah, on a fucking Al- aircraft carrier. Right, and they were, had, they were winning that whole game. Alabama, they lost by 11. First game without um, Malik Hall. That's tough. Then they turn around and beat Oregon, which is a good win. Then Portland, who was playing really good, they beat them, and then lose at Notre Dame, and then, like, Northwestern's bad. They have three lo- three of their four losses are not bad losses, and they have some good wins in there. They really beat Kentucky, Villanova, and Oregon. So, yeah. I mean, uh, not North- bad. Northwestern, though, near the end of the game, Michigan State had, like, many big buckets, like dunks, ones, and ones, like, shit like that. But Northwestern, just every time Michigan State would, like, have a – play like that they just kept responding and like the whatever momentum michigan state had which they great crowd shout that fucking place it's always rocking but uh yeah i mean every time a big like momentum shifting play from michigan state would happen maryland would just respond and just like just get get right back at or yeah my bad but um uh shout out to one of my favorite guards in the big 10 though abo booey from fucking (laughs) from fucking uh northwestern had a hell of a game i think 20 points right 20 yeah so there you go northwestern way to way to start off your conference play um why hogard didn't start this game i don't know why they started 
uh, Aikens instead of Hogard, which is weird. And then Hogard ended yeah, up. I think uh, Aikens made a three right off the jump, and too. Then he went one of five from three. He had three points. Oh. <laughs> Hogard <laughs> had 12 off the bench. I just don't know why you'd not start Hogard. But that's beside the point. Uh, Northwestern wins. It's cr- Northwestern lost their two best players, too. And then they beat Michigan State on the road. Good for them. <laughs> I saw something that was like Northwestern owns Michigan State. I'm like, okay. Nice it's fucking All right. one game, I guess, but not much to say, I guess. Michigan State just needs Hall back. This is a shitty loss, though. They need that Hall pass. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Illinois versus Maryland. Uh, Maryland wins 71-66. to A game, game came down to the wire, but another huge Maryland three seals the deal. Uh, Maryland shot a three, like, kind of well during the game. At, at least, like, like, when they did make their threes, it was, like, in, like, big situations. Uh, I still like Illinois a lot. I mean, they have a really good starting five. And then uh, their guy from Baylor that they got, he's a big man out the bench, uh, DeAndre or whatever. But well, danger, zone. danger zone? Yeah, the danger, yeah. danger zone. He, yeah, he's been playing pretty good minutes lately. But uh, Maryland, they're a really experienced team. Dante Scott and their transfer, Jameer Young, playing pretty good basketball right now. But uh, before this game, Maryland beat – Every team they played by 16 or more, I believe that's a stat. Yeah, like, so they're fucking rolling. Uh, yeah, you two obviously had them in your top 10, but, I mean, we'll see how much that keeps going this week. Yeah, I mean, do I think they're a top 10 team? Probably not, but they're 8-0 and and they have good wins. I think they deserve to get some recognition to get in the top 10. Um, but, yeah, they're, like, they're playing really well. They're super athletic, and, like, they just get after it. Uh, Kevin Willard is an awesome coach. Yep. He was really good at Seton Hall. I mean, he brought Seton Hall to places they've never been before, like with Powell and stuff. But that was their ceiling. Like, that's as good as Seton Hall is ever going to get, so you got to leave. And he's from Maryland. Um, but I, for some reason, I just like when Maryland's good at basketball. I don't know. Like, when they had, like, yeah, Melo like Tremble and all those guys, it was just fun. Like, they're they're one of those teams. I, like, Indiana, too. It's just way – basketball's just better when they're good. At, when they're good. I, I think that yeah. applies to Maryland. Uh, but Illinois, I still like Illinois. I mean, I'm not taking much away from this game. I mean, you're at Maryland. Uh, they're rolling. I mean, and you were right in the game. You had a chance to win. Like, you're right there. So, no. Both teams. Yeah, it's like an – it was expected from Illinois. Like, you know, it's going to be a tough game, obviously. Maryland at home, hot. I didn't realize it. Yeah, they smacked St. Louis. Smacked my, they smacked Miami. Mm-hmm. Smacked Louisville, another power five. But, yeah, I mean, Maryland, like you were saying, though, like, you don't – we don't know that much from Maryland yet, but this winning its own, I think, is big too. Because like obviously St. Louis isn't like a, they're not a great team. Miami's right. like a you know kind of on the whatever, but like com- first conference game, you come out play one of the, like one of the top teams in the conference and you beat them at home to show that you're eight and zero. You there was no fluke. It's big for Maryland. Uh, then the next upset we have Indiana <laughs> at Rutgers. So sixty three to forty eight, kind of a blowout. Uh, Rutgers fans. They know that their team relies on them to win their games, and wow, do they show out! That place is just fucking unreal. It's a Jimmy John or Jersey Mike's Arena. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that place just gets rocking. Uh, <laughs> I put on my notes that every time they get a three or a dunk, you might think there's a 3.0 Richter scale earthquake coming to New Jersey because it's just. I swear, like when I was watching the highlights to this game, all I could pay attention to, I didn't even hear the like. Obviously, you could hear the announcers, but I didn't pay attention to them at all. It was just how this crowd responds to literally anything they do good when they play basketball at home. No, like yeah, they're they're a scrappy team. Like I don't know something about them. 
Um, and they got good players too. Like, hold up, I just lost it. Uh, Cliff Olmore. I'm not even gonna try and pronounce his last name. He's a stud, but he didn't have a great game this game. But he's really good. I mean, foul trouble. But and then Caleb McConnell is probably the best defender in the Big Ten. Like he was. Oh, yeah. And then um, okay, he off the bench like is solid too. And they lost a lot. Like so, I these guys got good team players. I just they just sometimes don't put it together. So I don't know. Um, at Rutgers, I didn't think it would be the same this year, but they're super underrated. I feel like no one knows about Caleb McConnell. No one knows about Cliff. No one knows about like they don't know about these guys, but they're really good. Like Cliff is probably the maybe the most athletic center. He is um, unbelievable. I saw when they played Miami, he caught a rebound and just went right up and just dunked it on the guy guy that was guarding him. Um, like just he, there's no reason to dunk it. He just laid it in and he just dunks it right on top of him. It was like, crazy. But I mean, just, he was let down game for Indiana. Two guys in your starting lineup scores zero. That's just ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, I guess Mil- yeah. Shout Miller Cop, 21, 5 of 9 from 3. Yeah, the first play, of, fucking dog. first play of the game, I think Indiana goes up for a dunk and it gets like blocked or something. Long rebound to Miller Cop just drains it. So the whole crowd just loses their mind when they get like the block or whatever. Comes back out to Miller Cop, wide open, just drains the three pointer, shuts them up. But then I think after that, you know, mm-hmm. they, Rutgers turned it on and crowd got back into it. But I'm just. Fucking surprised. 48 points. You scored 48 points. I get it. It was at Rutgers, the hardest place to play in any sport ever. But, like, Trace Jackson Davis scores 13. He doesn't have 20. Team loses. It's, I swear, <laughs> I'm going to say it all year. It's the same as fucking Michigan last, uh, Michigan this year. This year, right. Like, Trace Jackson Davis, he's got to score. It's, who did I say it was last year? Fucking UCLA, Johnny Juzang. If they don't yeah. score, they're not winning. I'm going to stand by that. It's like, he had 13. Obviously, you have two guys of zero, and Hochefino doesn't play. But you had 48 points as a team. And Trace Jackson Davis only had 13. Right? Recently, he's been fucking dropping 30 on everybody. Right. And, like, the thing with Michigan, I like the comparison. I'm going to trust these guys from Indiana way more than I trust guys from Michigan. Oh, 100%. But looking, at the, yeah. looking at this box score, that does not hold up well because they had two guys that didn't score. In their yeah, line. I know. I'm just saying, I think mm-hmm. they can compare them to it. But, obviously, Indiana has and, guys who can score. Michigan only has one guy. Jalen Jafino coming off the best game of his career didn't play this game. Yeah, that's a very big, big loss. But I guess Trey Sachs knew he was fouled out, so couldn't foul trouble. But Cliff was in foul trouble too. He only had 20, 20 minutes played. So yeah, actually, Trace played thirty five. Never mind. He just fucking sucks. <laughs> uh, the next game though, Nebraska beats Creighton sixty three to fifty three. Uh, there was literally no film on this game on YouTube. And but the bottom of the Big Ten showed the fuck out this week. I mean, another bottom of the Big Ten win. Uh, Creighton, what it looks like out the box score, they just didn't hit their threes this week. They took forty alone in this game and only made ten of them. So yeah, that's we'll get to Creighton later about the Texas game too. But uh, yeah, losing to Nebraska by ten, pretty ugly. Yeah, three in a row. Creighton's dropped now. Yeah. Um. See, this is what I was going to say. I have Creighton still at 17, um, ahead of some, like, decent teams like Duke, Gonzaga, UCLA, Iowa State's playing good. I just still think they're good. Like, I don't know. I mean, this is similar to the Arizona situation, although you can't be coming off two losses to Arizona, Texas, and have this kind of a stinker against Nebraska. Like, this is a game where you should come out fired up and just kick the shit out of them. He took 40 fucking threes off of a game where they couldn't make threes. Yeah. You know, like, so that's just... I don't, that could be just bad, like, 
not not coaching, but kind of coaching. Like we just had a game where we couldn't hit threes. Why are we just gonna come out the next game and just jack up forty threes? I guess you're just trying to shoot out. Of Play, it. yeah, it, it's just not a good idea at all. Uh, I don't know. Play in like gradually get back into it. I mean, Nebraska, they're not they're not good at all. There's just no excuse why you lose to Nebraska, especially coming off two big losses like to good teams. You got to come out and just kick. You should kill Nebraska. It's kind of a rivalry game. It is technically. Yeah. How the fuck do you only shoot twenty five twos and Nebraska made twenty five twos? <laughs> yeah, no that that's why you lose. You, you shot forty threes a game. I mean, like, it's like. Dude, you look at it, it's fucking – Nemhart shoots six. Six threes is like – that's a lot of threes you shoot, honestly. Shireman, nine, that's not a bad thing. If he's, He should shoot he nine, should be shooting nine threes nine. a game. Yeah. Calcum Brenner shoots one. He's terrible. Who gives a shit? But, like, Alexander shoots eight. Kaluma shoots six. should not be shooting six threes by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah, exactly. And then, like, okay, obviously, for Bello or whatever, he made five of nine. But – that's what he does. Him like, and Miller. Every sure. single person shot six or more besides Calvin Brenner. Like, that's six threes in a game. That's a lot of threes for like a non shooter. Like, Shireman, I want you, I want him to have at least 10 threes a game. I don't care if he shoots two for 10 for five games in a row. You keep shooting because there's one game where he's going to be nine for 10. Mm-hmm. And I can live that's with That's just like the player he is. You can live with Alexander shooting about eight every once in a while. Yeah. Nemhard, I guess you can well, say six. That isn't terrible. Not all in one game, though. Like, not all these guys not, in one Yeah, game. I know. Not, you can't have him do it in the same game. Like, Klumo with his athleticism, you think you score more that way. Like, I know he's a corner three guy, like, when it's open, but still, I mean, I don't know. I think if if you're, like, game playing against Creighton, and you'll, like, live with Kluma taking shots from three instead Absolutely. of scoring differently. He had two points. Like, he is, he, he's, he's just not playing good this year. Like, it's similar to, like, Pele Larson for Arizona. Kind of like the difference maker for this team. I'm not saying Pele is supposed to be, like, a um, like lottery pick. Like, uh, Kluma is kind of in that area. He was. Yeah, like neither of them. Now he's like to like the thirties. Yeah, it's bad. Strother's another Strother's too. You're supposed to be kind of like a first round pick, and they're just not playing this year. Strother's playing the best mm-hmm. of the three, I think, but it's not good. Like they need these guys to be like that next. Calvin Brenner and Shireman are probably going to be your two guys on Creighton. Nemhard's Nemhard's going to do his thing. He yeah. can score. He can pass. He's just going to control it. But scoring wise, it's probably be Shireman Calvin Brenner. And then Kaluma should be that guy, a difference maker every game. If he can get you, tw- like, 20 every once in a while, average about 12, 15, and just play really good defense and rebound, you're going to be a really good team. But he's not doing any of that. Not even close. Uh, the next game, North Carolina versus Virginia Tech. Sleep with one eye No, so I the beginning of this game is just unreal. It's at Virginia Tech, whole crowd singing "Enter Sandman." It gets sang like the whole first possession, but then uh, I think either RJ Love or Caleb Dan- or fucking oh uh, <laughs> RJ Love, Caleb Davis, Caleb Love and RJ Davis. All those guys. One of them guys got it and one, so then the crowd just stopped singing. But that the game was over as soon as. They were done singing, though. I mean, you can't walk into Virginia Tech and think you're going to win after they sing that. But, uh, so, Virginia, I mean, they were in the driver's seat most of this game. Then UNC made a late no, push. Normando. Yeah, Normando. But, uh, huge. Sean Padula has really stepped up huge for this, uh, 
Virginia Tech team went from averaging five points off the bench to 16.8 so far this year. Fucking balling his mind out. Yeah, I mean, Noah Armando's huge for North Carolina. He's your best player. Like, and I don't think it's close. Um, but you got you got decent, like, for once, R.J. Davis and Kale Wolf played pretty good. They didn't really make their shots, which they haven't all year. But they played solid. They shot good from two. They didn't necessarily turn the ball over. Cra- Do you crazy have, like, amount. their second half stats? Because I think, like, at, at the end of the game, those two just, like, turned it on. Yeah, so maybe that's maybe that's why, but... Virginia Tech is a scrappy team. I wanted to put them in my top 25. I was going to put them at 25. But I look back. I put Charleston there. I think they deserve it. They beat Virginia Tech. That's why I did that. So, um, I mean, Virginia Tech's a scrappy team. Don't get me wrong. I think they're pretty good. But North Carolina, that's four in a row. They've lost four in a row. They're five and they started 5-0. and Now they're 0-4 in their last four. Um, and you're ranked number one. You can't do that. Preseason number one, you cannot lose four in a row before December. That's just unacceptable. I don't care if Marmando Baycott's hurt. If you're the number one team in the country, you should not lose four in a row. It's just ridiculous. Uh, Leaky Black. I'm get, we're going to get to it when they when we talk about the Indiana game. Uh, I'll actually I'll just get more into it in that game because yeah, that game actually they're lost. Up next anyway. Yeah, the, I just is there an overreaction? Does North Carolina suck? Right, so uh, they lost to good teams. I mean, but, here's the thing. But but and, they just like you watch them play and they don't look good at all. That's like good. on the court yeah. they don't. You'd think, you'd think after the run they had last year, they'd come back and they'd have the best team chemistry you've ever seen in your life, and it's terrible. Yeah, they, That's a really it's good, horrible. They Joey. That's a really good point. They tricked Joe. It's big time. Big it's, time. I've never been swindled so hard in my life. It's so bad. Like they, You'd think like R.J. Davis, Caleb Love, and like Leaky Black, even Puff Johnson was there last year. Tremble, you can't say him, but he could like just come in, just you know, be relaxed, be like, doesn't have to do much. Baycott playing, you think they'd all just click. Doesn't matter. Don't even need to use your bench. The bench guys just to give like a few minutes. But no, they just fucking suck when they're all on the court together. I think they're worse when they're all on the court together. Well, I've been, I mean, yeah. I've been like debating like the whole Pete Nance thing all year, but I've like come to a conclusion he's the most consistent player on their team. He's turning into it. Yeah. <laughs> By far. Yeah. I mean, Caleb Love, he's a box of chocolates. You never know what the fuck you're going to get. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I'm, I have more on it in the Indiana game, so. I'll talk more on them in this one. Yeah, Indiana, 77 to UNC, 65. Uh, UNC shooting struggles continue. Uh, you can take it from there, though. So, yeah, this is the this is when I wrote down. Caleb Love and RJ Davis have not made shots all year. Yeah. Like just, they can't, they're both shooting horrendous from three, horrendous from two, and that was kind of your bread and butter in the tournament last year. Um, Leaky Black is an absolute liability on, def- on offense. He hasn't scored the, two games in a row. He has two points in the last two games, I think. Like that's not, like you you're not going. I don't care how good of a defense the defender you are. You got to at least do something on offense. Like they, the they don't they don't guard him. Like they yeah. just don't guard him. It's as simple as that. Like when you watch, they just seg off of him and he just can't do anything. Um, and in this in the end game, they turn it over a lot. He doesn't. They only had ten, but it wasn't like passing turnovers and like charges and like that kind of turnovers. It was just dribbling at the top of the key, just getting picked. By like, oh, by Indiana, it was all game. It was like just bad basketball in general. I mean, they're shooting twenty nine percent from three this year as a team. That's three hundred sixth in the entire country, and you were in the final four. You were in the championship last year. Probably should have won it. It's just, it's just, it's embarrassing. <laughs> like how bad they are this year. It's you think like because oh, like the assists. way their offense. They had five. You think assists. they're off. 
Oh my god, that is a bad. Team. Holy it's just fuck. ISO ball. That is terrible. Like that's no, because the the way their offense works is they'll like try something, try to feed it in, and then there's 15 seconds left. They throw it back out to Caleb Love or R.J. Davis, run it down to five, try to get like a pick and roll. I'm like, dude, why don't you just run a pick and roll at the beginning, get to the middle, and you have shooters around, like. Because all the threes they're taking aren't catch and shoot. They're fucking like ISO threes with like exactly. end of the shot clock. Like obviously you're not going to make all those. Like you're probably going to shoot twenty percent on those fucking shots that Caleb Love's taking. All oh, right, you're totally- and obviously you, yeah, you think he like Caleb Love's the guy who like end of shot clock, end of this. He he was that guy last year at the end of the year. He's not even fucking close to it because the shots he's taking now, at least he was somewhat open last year during them. Right now he's not even close to open. He's just got to fucking throw mm-hmm. up a prayer. It, here's so I saw. Um, a good point. So the thing with Duke compared to North Carolina, I don't know if you saw this clip. I can't remember where I saw it. Duke is a lot better team right now, obviously. Way better. Do not get your hopes up, like, or don't get too down on North Carolina yet, though. Once it comes, if they get to March, if they even get there, I think I've, I'm trusting North Carolina over, like, teams like Duke and, like, those young-ass young teams still come March. I, yeah, I believe. I like that. That's not a bad not, take at not all. Not just Duke. That was just kind of, like, that, yeah, example, that's, no, that's you're right. You're right. Like, you're the right. first young team I kind of thought of, but I'm yeah. still taking. I don't know, but they got to get there. That's the thing. You got to make it to March first. <laughs> but if you can do like, nah. last year, get a seven, eight, nine seed. I mean, they could do some damage. But you can't like because it's a team that at any moment they could flip that around and then they're the best team again. It's, it's just, just it, you don't know when it's going to happen or if it will happen. But if it does happen, you're like, okay, here we go. We got. Top five team. Like, oh, they could flip it around in no time. Yeah, the thing is, I just – this is the problem I have with North Carolina right now is they, they all come back saying they're going to buy in. They, they like, want to go repeat. They want to run it back. But when they play, it doesn't seem like they are on the same page at all. doesn't seem like they're clicking at all. They're always they're all, like, not selfish, it but they don't talk. Like, they don't have fun. It, it just, doesn't look like they run an offense. Yeah. It's just like – They don't have an offense have at all. You're, like – one of the guards has a ball figured out. They like, just don't. Just, yeah, they just don't seem like they're having fun. But let's talk about the good from Indiana. How about that? I was, yeah. You want to start, Joe? Or Xavier Johnson shoots like an idiot, but yes, he's he good. does. Yes, he does. But he's good. It's ugly. I mean, Miller Cop. I love him. I love that Malik Re- or Renew right now. Yeah. So I. I mean, I love him just because I did a scouting report on him and I fell in love with him. Mm-hmm. But uh, then obviously Trace and Race down low. That's fucking quite the combo um i mean the only like really bad thing i have to say about indiana is trace jackson davis still hasn't shot right-handed this year I oh think. my okay so. <laughs> north carolina thank you think you'd learn do you need north carolina oh my god if you listen to this please if you ever play indiana any team he does not go right <laughs> north carolina. i think for every single time we've recorded our college basketball podcast we brought this up see it's one thing to get do that hook shot get to your strong hand and do that hook shot you can do the hook shot every single time with your strong hand obviously but it's how you how teams are guarding it north carolina sit on that make him use his right hand or at least go left and or right and use his left hand they keep they don't guard that shoulder and he just they don't guard that right shoulder, and he just goes right over there, and it's have one dribble noticed, into the middle lane for. Have you noticed that Hunter Dickinson's kind of the same way? He can just stretch the floor though, so people don't bring it up as much. Yeah, no. The thing with Hunter Dickinson is, he, yeah, he gets the ball outside and dribbles into it, yeah. so you're kind of in a tough position already. Yeah, Trey Jackson Davis, he's already sitting there, but I mean enough. Enough with North Carolina. 
Um, the defense has won this. The one in the game, um, Indiana. How many fast break points did they have? I don't know if you can even look at that. Oh yeah, I heard about that. They were just it had to be a lot. Um, and Jalen Huchifino picked the best game of the year to go off, like have a breakout game. He was unbelievable to start the game. Close, quiet down late, but yeah, he was he was great. Um, and yeah, I mean, that was the difference. Trace Davis and Huchifino had a good game. You want to know how I would guard Trace? Maybe go right? No. Because, like, okay, like, cause like, you can't just, like, force him right because then, obviously, you're going to give him a right. You know what I'm saying? But I've guarded people in the post. Obviously, I'm not a big guy or whatever, but if you can just, like, flash his left hand, you know, like, quickly, like, make it look like you're only trying to take his left, he's going to spin to his right. And once he spins to his right, then he's lost because then he's now he's got to go back to his left. And that's already, like, five seconds of him backing you down. You know what I'm saying, though, Luke? Well, like, if you, like... So, what... So obviously, so when he's backing you down, he's backing you down. He's dribbling with his right hand, obviously, and he's facing yes. like that way, facing where you're just going for left, right, and then he does that drop step spin. Why don't you sit on that right shoulder every like all game? You just gotta you gotta make like the attempt that looks like I'm giving you the right, and once you make that like quick jab, he's gonna think he has right. And then once you cut that off, you don't have to cut it off completely. It's easier to you just cut gotta, it off because not a drop step. Yeah, but like you know? the thing is, and like you don't have to cut it off when you when you get him the right because once you give him the right. If you cut it off, then you might be behind, and now he has his left. Yeah, I you gotta know. like just, you gotta make it. I, I know, I know how to do it. Like, like I've guarded like person, people who have yeah, posted yeah. up on me. It's but it's like yeah. hard to explain. But I'd almost rather. It's hard to explain. Him, I could show you. But. Make him beat your team by only letting him go right. Like if he yeah, can do it, then you lost. Like you're yeah, gonna he, lose. Let yeah. him go left anyway. He drops thirty on you with a couple left-handed hooks and basically all right-hand layups. Take it. Uh, yeah. One of them. Because, yeah, it's like, same, yeah, at the same time, you could do that too. But I want to see, I just want to see if someone tries that one time. Yeah, but I wonder if, uh, I don't know. Would they just lose to Rutgers? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I, can't, I, want, I, need to, I need to watch that back. Rutgers, they guarded him. I mean, the guy on him for Rutgers is way more athletic. So that could have clipped yeah, my guard. Yeah, definitely. Uh, next game. You think though, you, uh, or my bad. No, keep going. You're good. You're good. You're good. You're good. But, uh, Duke eighty one to seventy two against Ohio State. Duke played pretty good on defense, I thought, in this game, and that's what they're. I think what they're gonna have to rely on until they get like a unit together on offense. Uh, Duke's ceiling is so high; I mean, it's unreal, and uh, I think they can be really good. They just gotta get like a, I don't know, just figure out a rotation, like figure out an offensive system. And I mean, they scored seventy two, or I mean eighty one this game, so that was great. But thought uh, their defense, like they pretty much shut down Sewing, didn't they? And like obviously Zed Key's gonna be Zed Key, but other than that, they thought they played a hell of a game. Yeah, they just couldn't get over the hump. Like Ohio State, they would get it to like five, and they just couldn't get back. It's, they just couldn't get that the one score game. Um, and yeah, they they were just outmatched size and athletically. Like at the end of the day, the Duke's Ohio, so big. Yeah, it's and Ohio State's not, and they're not as athletic. They're not like just as talented really. And the thing with Duke, yeah, they got a lot of talent. They got to figure out a rotation. They don't have they, they don't know what they're doing, like yep. rotation wise. They got too many guys to play. You got to account like you got to play three guys off the bench, and then obviously the starters and feel like all these guys think they deserve significant minutes because they're all top recruit freshmen and stuff. It's just hard right now. I I mean Shireman's got. I said Shireman, my bad. Shire needs to figure that out. But I don't know if he ever. I don't know when he will or if he will this year because they got 
there's a it seems like there's a point where you just have too much talent in college. Yeah. Because the games aren't long yeah, enough. But the guys want to play. They want to show what they can do, and they just can't. But I mean, when you're as but, athletic and as them, they got to align thirty times. That's what you need to do when you're as athletic and talented as they are. Because not they're not great outside shooters by any means. Just get to the line. Like that's you're gonna be your bread and butter. Play good defense. Get to the line. You're gonna be. They're gonna be very good. The thing I was gonna say to that Luke is like. I think it's hard for him to set like a lineup because Derek Lively obviously starts to get hurt, so you like kind of have to like get him work back into it. And then Whitehead's also kind of like playing hurt, trying to get back into it. The only guys you really have that are like locks to like get free like minutes are like Roach, Popowski. I say Mitchell, like but you have like the four guys, but like Lively's still like coming back into it. Whitehead's still coming into it, so you don't know out of those other three guys on the bench if they're better than Whitehead, if they're better than Lively, because you haven't seen. Lively and Whitehead's like full potential, mm-hmm. knowing that they were so good, like coming in. Yeah, it's hard. It, I mean, it's it's hard. Like they got just too many guys. It, yeah, they're just stuck in a position where it's like you don't know what you're going to get from Lively and Whitehead yet. I think that's probably the biggest reason. You just got to like ride the hot hands, but it's like hard to figure that out with it until halfway through the game. Yeah, yeah especially college too. Yeah, never know. Yeah, no, before we move on to our next game, we're going to take a short break. All righty, now time to talk about Creighton versus Texas. So Texas wins 72-67 to 67 at home. Uh, right hand up, I think we probably should have lost this game. Uh, Creighton, I thought they got really great shots. Like, we weren't defending the three-point line that well. And, uh, yeah, Creighton just wasn't hitting them until the very end. Baylor Shireman decided to chuck up some prayers, make them – ruin my cover, whatever. I mean, I can understand that because I think he was one for 10 until he made those circus threes, so I can't really complain about that anyway. But uh, Texas, Creighton, I thought, played them perfectly where they're like, hey, we're just going to let these guys beat us by shooting the three, and Texas just did not shoot that well that in this game. And, I mean, if they would have shot better, obviously, hey, I don't know, both teams, I guess if they both shot better, then might have been a closer game. Or, I mean, I don't know. But maybe you get what I'm saying. I can't mm-hmm. even explain it. So, but uh, yeah, I mean, Texas just to get this win in general. I mean, it's a pretty big win, and uh, I just thought that at home they might be able to just fucking blow them out of the building. But that just wasn't the case. Well, first of all, Creighton had zero bench points. Yeah, like you're not gonna win. You're not gonna win, especially against a good Texas team, good defensive team like Texas on the road with zero bench points. Um. I don't know why Nemhard just waited the whole till the second half to start being aggressive and start attacking and scoring. He just did nothing in the first half, and then on the second half he just took over. They couldn't guard him. They yeah, could, Mason was like yelling at the TV, like how uh, with like uh, with Calc Brenner and yeah. Nemhard, like that just whole thing. Like they, yeah, I don't know. They could have they could ran that pick and roll all night, just those two, and they would exactly. they would have won the game. Yeah, but I mean, credit to the defense. Um, but. Uh, they the, the end of the day they just didn't shoot well. Creighton didn't shoot well. That's part of the way. But holy cow, I hate they do drop coverage on those pick on these pick and rolls, and drop coverage is the dumbest thing you can possibly do when you're playing against two guards like Marcus Carr and uh, Tyrese Hunter who can make a floater or a mid range jumper at the free throw line. Like it's not hard. Drop coverage is the dumbest thing you could possibly do when you're playing against good guards like this, and that's what Creighton does. They just have Kalkenbrenner, whoever's on that pick and roll. He just drops back, so he can't get to the rim. But they got guys that can create like 
their shot from there. It's just stupid that they killed them all night on that. I guarantee, other than the two threes Marcus Carr hit and Tyrese Hunter, other than that one three he hit, they all their points came from just coming off that pick and roll and just getting the little floaters because that drop coverage is so goddamn dumb. But Texas defense won the game. You can say like you say what you want. They got open shots. They are, every every possession was late in the shot clock. Yeah, that's a really good. It point. was yeah. the, like Creighton was you, when you when the clock's ticking like that. Every possession you're gonna be rushed. Yeah. So every three they're taking, every shot they're taking is rushed. So that was huge. Texas defense. Mark, I mean, Chris Beard defense. And then the last thing with Texas, they last year they didn't have a guy that could get you a bucket. Marcus Carr is the guy this year. He <sighs> stepped up big. When they needed every time, I get what they needed a bucket. He if, got a bucket. If I have to like invest into Marcus Hart, he's having a year. Yeah, five I, assists, I hope, no I, turnovers. I hope he keeps it up. He's like that. That's the difference between last year's Texas team and this year's Texas team. They got a guy that can get you a bucket, and it's Marcus Carr. Which that's what he was in Minnesota. That's who you thought he was going to become to Texas last year. They just didn't have it. He's there now. Logan's calling me. Oh, did he drop out of the Zoom call? Hello, Logan, you're on air. Oh, we'll be right back. Know <laughs> about the Texas game? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I kind of knew this was going to happen. There's no way. Uh, I think it was, just came down to matchup-wise. I think Texas, you, you go offense, defense. I think Texas has a better defense, obviously, like than Creighton's offense. And I think Texas could just – they can score the ball if they need to, and they've been scoring the ball this year. Uh, Marcus Carr playing good, except for he shot – or 15, but not surprised this game. I did not think Creighton was going to win. I thought Texas was going to win from the, from the jump, so. Um, oh, shit. One sec. And Creighton, like, had it late. Like, they had chances. They just, I don't know. They just, I don't, because obviously Shireman down nine or 11 just hit a couple threes, but. That's when, yeah, he actually made them. It was late. It was too late. Uh, mm-hmm. the, next, the next game we have. Baylor, I hardly know her. Against Gonzaga. Baylor won, so maybe the game of the week. Uh, super back and forth. Baylor's down late and hit some huge shots, pull off the W. I mean, this was a Keontae George game. He had four, well, he had 18 total points. Granted, 14 were in the first half. Only had four in the second. That, that's the math. But, uh, like, we got to see, like, how lethal he can be. He was making tough shots, like, iso ball type shot, like, making oh my God. big threes, shit like that. He looked fucking unbelievable. Um, Flyler hit some shots down the stretch too. Like this backcourt's fucking unreal. And then they just neutralized Timmy. Like that was the biggest. Somehow. He couldn't even shoot. Like he's not like he went had a bad game shooting. He only took six shots. Yeah. Like it was so impressive how well they played on defense against him. And, uh, yeah, I mean, credit to Gonzaga for still being in this game. No, Gonzaga should have won. Yeah. With Timmy playing that bad, like, or I guess, I mean, just being neutralized, like that's, Fucking nuts, but uh, yeah, I mean Baylor hops on top. Um, I figured out why it was only on Peacock. It was called the Peacock Classic. <laughs> Wasn't it in like Montana or some shit? It was North Dakota. It was that uh, yeah, same. That thing. little that arena, Logan. You know that arena that they play in all the time. Did Michael it's where, play there? Yeah, yeah. And it's where we played um, Gonzaga a couple years ago with Garza. Okay, yep, yep. Uh, Baylor. I mean, yeah, like you said, great game plan on Timmy. Obviously, um, the guards, I mean, showed up and they got the help. Like, it's going to be a story of Gonzaga or Baylor's season. Can they get the help from the bench? Can they get the help from those other those big guys? And they did. So that was obviously 
a huge uh, difference. And like you said, you kind of hit it already. Keontae played unbelievable, tough ass shots. Yeah, like some of those layups and shit. Like I don't know how he made them. Well, like three, he's got a fucking hand right. in his nose and he just trains it. Yeah, I mean Scott drew off an embarrassing loss. I kind of expect them to come yeah, out fired up. Point. They were on eight zero run in the last minute forty. They were down seven. Gonzaga had the lead seven with a minute forty left and the ball, and they lost because they. They waited till the shot clock, took two bad contested layups, bad shots, and Flagger comes down back-to-back threes, cut it to one. And I can't remember how they ended up scoring after that. It was a foul. They shot a Keontae. Someone shot a three, missed it. Jalen Bridges got the board, got fouled, made two free throws, took the lead by one, and they won. Gonzaga blew it. Gonzaga should have won this game. I mean, they just blew it. End of the... And a story there, but it like the the whole first half was Malachi Smith was the only one that wanted to play. <laughs> they all suck. Like everyone just no, which is surprising. Play. Yeah, it's like weird because he hasn't been there all year really. And Strother, I mean, it comes down to him every single game. If he plays good, they're gonna. I'm gonna say it all year. If he plays good, he's a difference maker for this team. He didn't play good this game, and they lost. <sighs> this Keontae George performance is no surprise to me. <laughs> I've been saying this. I said this last March. When I saw he was committed to Baylor and I watched one, this this is what he does. He's going to keep doing it. Keontae George is a fucking stud. I mean, you don't get anything out of Flagger Cryer and your freshman steps up against a team like Gonzaga on a neutral site. It's awesome to see. You'd love to see that. And I just, I never thought I'd say it, but Timmy got nine points. That's it. Yeah, no, I mean. That's I, fucking, yeah. he, his offense rating was still 131, which is phenomenal, but nine points. Never thought I'd say he score see him score under fifteen right. this year, but overall Baylor needed it. So yeah, it was a huge win for Baylor. If they would have lost this one, that would have been. I mean, it was a must win for both teams. It felt like. like Zaga yeah, needed, that's why Zaga it was such a, a big yeah. Win. Baylor needed a big win, and it was both teams. I feel. I mean, Baylor had the game first half. It felt like it was all them, and then the second half. I mean, Gonzaga just took over. They should have won the game, and. I don't. I literally, when I was watching it, there's a minute forty, and they're up seven. I'm like, how do you lose this? You there's no way, and they just blew it. Flagler gets two threes within twenty seconds. Contested threes, mm-hmm. it was unbelievable. Were they on the wing? Yes, both of them were. Okay, well, if he's on the wing, it's going around and stuff. The next game, Kentucky versus Michigan. Uh, Kentucky beats Michigan by four. So this. Was literally starting lineup versus starting lineup. Like Hunter Dickinson and Tashibwe, they're obviously going to go at each other, and it depended on what, like, who's supporting cast is going to be better. And it was Kentucky's. I mean, Jed Howard had 16, great fucking player. But, uh, I mean, you talk about the benches, like, Joey Baker only getting one shot in eight minutes. And then for Kentucky, CJ Frederick, I guess he took three shots, 16 minutes. But, I mean, yeah, both both teams just no contributions off the bench for the most part, and uh, yeah, I don't know. Like it, it seemed like kind of like the same team, right? I don't know. Like it's it was a weird game, yeah, exactly. Like I don't know how to like. I it was a weird game, and it was on a Sunday, so it's kind of weird too. It's in London. Like, why yeah, are yeah. they playing in London on a Sunday? Like college kids it makes no sense at all. Um, but yeah, they, it was just. Came down to kind of who was gonna have the lead late and make the sh- make the free throws, and that was Kentucky. I mean, it's just simple as that. Livingston 
only getting seven minutes this game, two points, one rebound. Like he's supposed to be a freshman that like plays really good, like solid defense, be an athletic freak out there. Only getting seven points or seven minutes for Kentucky. Like that's just frustrating as a Kentucky supporter. These fucking athletic freaks. There just keeps coming more and more of them every year, and some just aren't good at basketball. Yeah, it's just funny to see. Like it's like they're so athletic. And then you just watch them on offense, and it's like they have no skill. They have all just most run the at the basket and jump. Guys, Kaysen Wallace. What? Most of the time, like really good defenders, like Dylan Mitchell at Texas. He's yeah, one you, of, yeah, he's unbelievable defense. Player. Yeah, he doesn't even same as like score. it's like he doesn't need like to unless yeah. it's a lob. He just yeah. He because there was time same as Arkansas boy. Right. What's his name? Walsh. Uh, Walsh. Yeah. Uh, same thing with him. He's yeah. athletic guy, but. There was times. There was times when Dylan Mitchell would be on Nemhard, and it's like he's bo- he's get putting him in a box because he's just wait. Nemhard's too small to just even get around him. But yep. Uh, next game, Houston and versus St. Mary's. This is the last game I have, but I mean Houston kind of got scary here. They only win by five. Uh, who's a white dude for St. Mary's that's actually like balling out this year? Uh, well, Dickie? Logan Johnson. He had twenty or seventeen. They had two stars that didn't dicky? score. They had two stars that didn't score. St. Mary's did. Yeah, but Houston, I mean. But they had 14 like, off the bench from someone. Houston just wins by holding him to 48 points. That's yeah, just, just Houston yeah, basketball. That's, that's why Houston unders are so good, because when they play bad teams, they'll just hold them to like 30. Yeah, you just got to hope that they're missing shots. Well, Shed goes 2 for 12 from yeah. the field, and Mark goes 3 for 10. Like, that's just Shed, like, doesn't score. But he, he only averages. He has, yeah, he hasn't. He only averaged like five, averaged like five yeah, points. Yeah, five, six points. Yeah, it's not. taking 12 shots. <laughs> yeah, but he took a lot of shots. Yeah, 12 shots for him. Sasser, I mean, just, they're going to have, they have nights where they just don't score. Like, it's happened before already this year, but they're going to, they're not going to get, let the other team score. So it doesn't matter. They they just rely on defense and rebounding. They're like, they, they, didn't, they got out rebound this game, though, but it's like defensively. If you can beat Houston, if you can somehow score 50 or 60 on them, maybe if you can score 60 on them, you got a chance. Right. But that's the thing. I don't know if you can. That's how good the defense is. They got a good one coming up. We'll talk about it. Uh, But, yeah, are we ready to go into? Yeah, I got no other games. So, uh, first game I have, Duke versus Iowa. The line's really close. What's Duke in? Two and a half? Two and a half. Yeah, I'm going to take Iowa. I mean, I feel like they can shock them. Uh. Hopefully, Chris Murray just has one of those games again. And um, I don't know. We'll see how it goes, but I'm going to take Iowa. I'm going to take the Hawks, too, because why the hell not? Yeah. Um, The line is way too close for what it should be, in my opinion. And I feel like we know what we know our team. Like, we actually know what we have. Duke has no clue what the hell they're doing. They're just relying on talent right now. I got Duke by 23 points. <laughs> Well, the only thing I'm scared about with Duke is just how big they are. But then with Iowa, if we're hitting our shots, we're playing like our kind of basketball like this. We can score. We, yeah. we can score on anyone. Uh, then the next game, Illinois versus Texas. I believe this game is in Texas. I mean, either way, I'm obviously gonna stick with Texas. But uh, yeah, I mean, Texas is just deeper, play better defense. Um, yeah, gotta go with Texas here. Wait, you said Illinois Tech at Texas? No, this is a neutral. Okay. This is Jimmy V classic. But yeah, I mean either way. Play yeah. right before Iowa. Um mm, I want to go upset. Yeah. Keep doing it. Give me Illinois. Screw it. 
I'm going Texas by a lot. I think Sky Clark is going to fall apart against that defense. Yeah, I guess that's a really good point. Um, no, but like Sky Clark's not a guy that like scores. You know what I mean? Turnovers. He's not. I just think he's Texas doesn't force turnovers. Like I don't know. Just Houston, the pressure will get to him. Houston turns you over a lot. Texas just plays like good defense. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. What I mean. just, you know what I mean? They're, they just play good defense. Yeah. They're used to playing. They're always against, there. Like, Terrence Shannon's Shannon, been there, done that. Flash Shannon's their best two player. Years. Yeah, I guess he also knows how to play against those teams. Yeah, Matt so, Mayer, yeah. Meyer yeah. was the yeah, there. I was just going to bring him up, too. Yeah. Then, uh, I just, Danger. you know, I'm just going to go upset. You know, Danger right. zone. Yeah, it's not a bad pick. I'm just saying. Four points, too. You give me four in neutral. It's court. Kind of low, I feel like, considering it was, I know it was home, but it was six and seven. Seven? Against Creighton, I know it was home, but I don't know. It's weird. Uh, next yep. game, Iowa versus Iowa State. I'm gonna go Iowa again, but like if Iowa, it, it could easily happen. Like last year, where Iowa doesn't uh, shoot well, they just get defended out of the building, boxed. And yeah, I mean, like we play fucking slow. They make us play slow. Like it's, I mean, it could 100 percent happen again. It's in Iowa City though this year, right? Yeah, so maybe that'll help. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to stick with Iowa. Yeah, I'm taking Iowa, obviously. Why would I take Iowa State? Yeah. And I actually think, we, I think we're think we a good team, too. So, little fun fact here. I'm going to that game. Not even kidding. Sick. So I'll be there, home team. And if they win, they might storm the court. You never know. So I'm going with Iowa. Iowa oh, Moneyline. Yeah. Last time I was at a game, it was A.J. Green Moneyline. Now it's Chris Murray Moneyline. <laughs> there you go. Um, they won't, they won't storm the court. We're like one, we're 26, I think. Right. I never know. We're 26 to like 23. I think that'd be kind of cool. dumb too. Like we just, we just won't, we don't, we don't, they don't have student sections at Iowa games. So yeah. Um, next Bama Houston. I'm Wait, like, is it, is this game on Thursday? No. Yep. Yeah. It Thursday. Is. Yeah. Yeah. Next game, uh, Bama versus Houston. I'm, I'm going to take Alabama here. And uh, I don't mind it. I don't know. I just want to see, like, I don't. I kind of like Alabama this year, and if they can score more than, like, I don't know if they can like just have a good night scoring, which is obviously a lot to fucking ask for. I think Alabama can do it though. And Houston, I'd like to see them like just play better than what they are. So I don't know. I'm just gonna take Alabama. No, see, here's the thing. The they had. A close game against Kent State. Oh, no, no, I'll go through it. Oregon beat by 10. Good win on the road. Tough one against Kent State. Then they turn around one by 50. Tough one against St. Mary's. They're going to – oh, they play North Florida in between. They're going to kill them. I, I like Houston. I just – I don't know. I'm just going to ride Houston until till the wheels fall off, and I don't know if they ever will. That's a good idea, yeah. Houston by 500 points. <laughs> Five and zero at home. Alabama's played one road game. Such an easy pick, Houston. Give me Houston. Uh, next, we have Auburn. Brady Miller's going to be in a box. Oh, you know how many turnovers Jelly JQ is going to have? Yeah, but like he's off the bench. He yeah, he's yeah. Sears is their point guard, but he still plays a lot. Yeah, I think Sears. When he's in, he's the only one with the ball. So yeah. Uh, the next game we have Auburn versus Memphis. I'm going to take Auburn. 
Um, I don't really know anything about Memphis. They have like a really good point guard, right? But I don't know. Maybe yeah. Maybe, like I, Alabama's got to be. I mean, Auburn's got to be just so much more athletic than them. Have more talent. I'm gonna take Auburn. Auburn's gonna lose. They're not starting nine, ten, and zero. I'm taking oh, Memphis. Oh shit! I didn't know they're undefeated. They're eight and zero. Fuck. That that's could definitely be a, a reason good point for it. Think about could be a reason for it. But yeah, I'll stick with Auburn. I don't care. I'm taking Memphis. At Memphis? I'm no, it's neutral. I don't care. Uh <laughs> Kendrick Davis having a day. That's the reason why I'm taking Memphis is because of Kendrick Davis. He's playing very well. They got and Memphis this I said at the beginning of the year, I like this Memphis team more than I've liked the last two Memphis teams. They've yeah. they've played some good teams. They like they haven't had an easy game all they've had one easy game that like I'll go through the schedule at Vanderbilt first game of the year. Not easy by any means. At St. Louis, they lost. VCU, they lost to Seton Hall. Nebraska, Stanford, North Alabama's bad, and then Ole Miss. They haven't had. They they're just loading their schedule and they're six and two. Yep. Give me. I love Memphis. I'm taking Memphis as well. Uh, it's San Diego State versus St. Mary's. Uh, I really want to pick St. Mary's here, and yeah, just fuck it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna take San Diego State. Yeah, I just, I mean, I'm not a huge San Diego State fan. Matt Bradley's the sole. He's not good. He was so good last year. He, I watched him play. He's not good basketball. I'm sorry, but I'm still taking him. He's the only reason why I like him. But he's not good. Yeah. So, coin flip. <laughs> Who's supposed to be the home team? Um, I'm going. San Diego State, I think, because I guess in, I don't know, heads, they're the favorite, sure. I don't know. Yep. <laughs> uh, Arizona versus Indiana. Um, Arizona, after that big loss, I think the next, like, good team they play, they're going to want to fucking really show out for it. Um, I think Indiana, they're finally, they're going to play a team with really good fucking bigs, and there might be a problem with that. I know you guys are talking about Arizona and their defense problems, but I don't know. I, I have confidence in Tommy Lloyd in Arizona to be able to beat Indiana. I like Indiana as well. Or not Indiana, Arizona as well. I'm right with you guys. I think they're just a better basketball team. Then, I think they actually have a chance of waxing them. Then uh, next game, or the last game I have, Tennessee versus Maryland. I think Tennessee is going to wipe the floor with them. Tennessee at Maryland. Is it at? I don't know. I'm just it either, is either way. Neutral. I like, I like neutral. Tennessee a lot. Yeah, I'm gonna go Tennessee. Um, I, I think Maryland loses the next two. Who, who do they got? Oh, well, Eastern Kentucky, Kentucky, but then the next uh, two. They're, yeah, they're gonna lose the next three. <laughs> I know. I was looking at the wrong one. I'll tell you now. They play Logan. Who do you have that? No, I was looking at a different team. No. Oh yeah, I'm taking um, uh, wait, who was it? Tennessee, fucking Maryland. I'm taking Tennessee, 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 Tennessee. Um, I think it's at Maryland or it's neutral, one of them. But tomorrow is that all? Yeah, you have tomorrow they at Wisconsin. I'm taking Wisconsin. Wisconsin's favored. I'm taking Wisconsin. Yeah, if they're favored, Vegas. Um, then they play Tennessee and then they play UCLA. They'll lose the two of the next three for sure. And I think one's coming tomorrow. I. I love it. They so play much. USC or UCLA. UCLA, my bad. I don't know oh. what I said. But yeah, UCLA. Uh, I, I mean, yeah. at Wisconsin is not gonna, not going to be easy. How's UCLA been? That's playing? what they told Wake Forest, and we kicked yeah, their ass. We lost those two games, but yeah. 
You didn't well, you play at Wisconsin, yeah. Logan? Yeah, it was at Wisconsin. That's fine. Um yeah. You ready for this one? I had one that I told Joey I would wait for. I think they play Saturday. Awesome game, noon. Getting up for it. Louisville at Florida State. Oh boy, the battle of the baseball. Oh my god. The two ACC powerhouse teams. Best rivalry. Yeah, five, <laughs> ten years ago. Yeah. Give me Florida State. Uh, yeah, me big. too. Me too. Oh, they're, Neither. they're big or you they're like gonna them? They're going to tie. They're going to tie. They're going to tie. Yeah, same um, soccer, baby. Yeah, I think that's it. Logan, any last words? Um, no. It's kind of hate week. Um, Fuck you. Oh, my. Because uh, he's a Duke fan. Who do they play? Iowa. Oh, Iowa. <laughs> Logan's not like Duke fan though. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna Wake say Forest, that, baby. So wait, what's? Well, I'm just gonna say it. I don't care. D- listen to this slate on December seventeenth. It's a Saturday, I believe. I could be wrong there. Yeah, you are. You're right. Because that it's, Monday's the nineteenth, I think. There, I'll look Sunday, it up. My bad. Look up December 17th, because holy cow. It's on a Saturday. Buckle up, boys. Ready for this? These are all the games. Indiana at Kansas at 12. Uh, this is Eastern time. That's at, like the most oh, classic whole, game you can oh, get. Oh, yeah. That's at 12. Then we go Gonzaga versus Alabama at 1. Mm. Houston at Virginia at 2. Mm. UNC at Ohio State at 3. Mm. UCLA at Kentucky versus Kentucky at 5.15. <laughs> Tennessee at Arizona at ten thirty. That is whole, holy cow! Have you ever had that many I'm good games lose in so a row? Much money. Have you ever had that many good games in one day? Yeah, March Madness. And on a Saturday, that's dude. That might be better than March Madness. That's a let me. That's no. literally I'm take out that. the UNC Ohio State game. That could literally it's be an elite. Eight. That could be an elite eight. Imagine like elite eight: yeah. Indiana, Kansas, Gonzaga, Alabama, Houston, Virginia. Usually, Kentucky, Tennessee, Arizona. Obviously, that's too many games. But yeah, and Texas is obviously going to make the Elite Eight. So. And Arkansas. So we'll play you guys. All right, I'll call my guys. You get yours. December seventeenth. Keep your schedule. Keep keep that day open because I'm not doing anything that day except for watching all these games. We're working. I might be beating off while I'm watching it. That's the only <laughs> other thing I'm doing. It's gonna be insane. <laughs> it is a uh, uh, DDD coined. Yeah. <laughs> for a reason. All right. Well, yeah. Anyway, we'll have the rundown for you next week again. And uh really, really hope you enjoyed the episode. I had a lot of fun. But uh anyway, thanks for listening and take her easy. Go.